All right, welcome to today's stock market update. And today we are going to talk about the trillion dollar coin idea. Is this genius or the worst idea ever? And we're still in our makeshift uh, studio here in Clearwater Beach, Florida with our mastermind. And with me in the studio is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Hey, Mark. Hey, Marcus. Okay, and we just want to make sure that the sound is okay. Okay, <laughs> because we just, as we plugged it in, had a problem with the sound, so we want to make sure that this is good as we are talking about the trillion dollar coin idea here this morning. So I'm just waiting for uh, the thumbs up and then we can get started. Uh, but let's uh, already switch over to the markets to see what is happening here this morning. And markets are up. Okay, and we are good to go. Okay, so Mark, uh, let, let, let's just talk for a moment because this this trillion dollar coin idea is uh, is kind of, is this a crazy idea? <laughs> so let's talk about what's happening here with the debt ceiling. Yeah, so I mean, we've talked about the debt ceiling, and it, I mean, it's really a political play at this point. For the most part, traders don't think that you know, politicians are going to say, you know, screw the economy, screw everything. <laughs> We're okay with downgrades. But it came close in 2011 when actually it was so close to having a debt ceiling issue that the SP. They downgraded uh, the U.S. Uh, you know, qu qu the rating. The rating was downgraded. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so it, it looked like we were getting into that situation again. And uh, there was some positive but temporary news. Uh, but aside from what happened yesterday, this trillion-dollar coin idea has been floated around. Started back in 2011 with Obama. And it's been creeping up again recently because of the stalemate. Yeah, so let's talk about this. So here's this, this crazy thing. So in 2001, legislation enacted uh, a, a law that, uh, or yeah, anything. So it is possible uh, that the Treasury can mint platinum coins of any value without congressional approval. And it's important that it is, uh, uh, that it is platinum because under a uh, Congressional approval are all the other coins like gold, silver, paper, obviously nickel, bronze, copper. So it has to be platinum. So in theory, in theory, what could happen right now is that President Biden could actually order Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen to have a coin minted with a value of one trillion dollars and then deposit it right into the treasury. And uh, therefore, the government has an extra $1 trillion to cover debts and uh, prevent the default. So this is the crazy thing about the uh, the $1 trillion idea. Yeah, and Mark, and as you said, uh, it, it was actually, I mean, in a podcast, Obama said that they thought about the idea of the $1 trillion coin in 2011 when we all, uh, a government shutdown. Yeah, and so yeah, they were tossing around the idea, but it, it sounded like, uh, at the very least, it was taken more seriously than, than some considered. And uh, it, it's one of those things where by depositing the coin, it instantly gives the you know, U.S. the ability to access that cash, right? But it, there's this overlap, and whether or not you like the Fed or you agree with the Fed, the idea is that the, the Fed is neutral, right? And so their control of monetary policy is neutral. And if all of a sudden a political party starts, you know, making platinum coins where paper uh, dollars and gold and silver, it, the quantities approved upon 
it kind of throws things off and you also have huge concerns over hyperinflation. So this is something that's being tossed around. I'd love to see what a trillion, I, I mean, I like coins anyway, so I'd love to see what a trillion dollar coin looks well, like. Well, let's take a look at this. There's some speculation <laughs> because it doesn't exist just yet. So here I just uh, did a Google search for trillion dollar coin of what this might look like. And uh, you see that there's a uh, many ideas here and you see the, the point is it doesn't really matter because the outside world would never yeah. ever see it so the, the coin would be minted by the treasury and then immediately deposited into the fed so therefore it doesn't matter there were some funny ideas though uh, because it, it is kind of an absurd idea uh, so one of the ideas was that uh, to, to put the picture of Charles Ponzi on there and say, well, there's just a big Ponzi scheme. Or another idea was to, to put a big hole into the coin of saying, well, this is the hole where all the money appears. So any of this, uh, this is where, where we stand with this coin and nobody knows uh, what this looks like. And I, I don't think, I mean, Treasury Secretary uh, Yellen just said, this, this is a pretty bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah she and, and she should know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, let, let's go to the markets because we did have some good news regarding the debt ceiling. And if you, if you look at the markets yesterday, uh, so w when we heard that there might be possibly a deal, this is when the market started turning around. We were looking at the S&P 500 yesterday. Uh, so we opened way lower. We're diddling around for most of the morning here in negative territory. But then the S&P 500 turned positive yesterday uh, when there was rumors about a potential deal. Yeah, Senator Mitch, uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, he offered a short-term suspension proposal to Senate Democrats. It looks like they're going to uh, go with that. And that would basically delay the concerns until December. So the October, I think it was the 18th deadline that people yep. were worried about. Uh, that shouldn't be an issue now if everybody agrees. And then there will be a topic until December. Fun stuff. Yeah, and uh, the the markets are liking it this morning. So here we're looking at a five-minute chart of the uh, S&P, E-mini S&P futures. And as you can see, they have just been going higher and higher overnight right now. They are pointing to a higher open of almost 1%, 0.95%. Uh, looking at the NASDAQ, uh, higher open of a little bit over 1%. Uh, the Dow, lagging a little bit, but 0.91%. Uh, so it seems that we are opening in positive territory here. And I mean, it's, it's not only those news that we had this morning that uh, pushed uh, futures higher or the markets higher. We also had some good news from the, from the employment front or unemployment front, whatever you want to say, however you want to look at it. We did, we did. Unemployment claims last week came in at 326,000 claims. So uh, 326,000 Americans filing for first time unemployment. Uh, it still sounds like a lot, but it's the first time in four weeks that we've actually seen a decrease in also lower than expected numbers. So the forecast was around 350,000 claims, the 326 coming in lower than expected. Yeah. And the big one, uh, the big economic report this week will be the unemployment report. Uh, that is the monthly unemployment report. This time for the month of September is being released tomorrow morning. And all eyes are on this because, as we know, the Fed is talking about taping, uh, scaling back its bond buying program, uh, raising interest rates. And uh, there's two things that the Fed is looking for. And number one is inflation. I talked about this in previous stock market update. And the other one is employment as high as possible 
But uh, Mark, let's talk about inflation and all this supply chain management stuff that has been floating around here for a moment. Because we we did have uh, the first earnings being reported yesterday. Yeah, I, I saw two things that were positive. Uh, we could talk about Levi Strauss to begin with. Uh, they reported earnings that were better than expected, coming in $0.48 cents per share, which better by $0.11. Cents. Also, beat revenue, and they raised their outlook. Now, there was uh, some concerns that uh, retailers are going to continue to report higher costs and supply chain issues, and it was something where uh, Bed Bath Beyond, I think it was last week, uh, they reported and had huge, huge concerns. It kind of sent the retail you know, sector into a downward spiral temporarily. So Levi was positive, raising outlook. And they said that they really benefited, benefited from the easing of pandemic restrictions where people were interested in buying clothes to refresh their wardrobes. Yeah. And, and this word so interesting. Uh because you, you mentioned it, Bed Bath & Beyond, when they reported last week, I mean, they actually had some concern that, well, it's not going well. So they reported worse than expected earnings, and they really lowered the outlook. And I said it, it sent all retailers down. So this is why right now all eyes were on Levi and see, what do they say? Is Bed & Bath & Beyond, well, just being Bed Bath & Beyond, <laughs> or is this... Uh, uh, I don't know, an indication of things to come. And right now, it seems that uh, with the with the reports from uh, Levi here the, uh, yesterday, it seems that, uh, yeah, the uh, the fears are a little bit at ease. Yeah. yeah. Another one, Marcus, Canagra uh, brand, CAG. Okay. So I thought this was interesting because we started to see this trend, at least this blame on uh, higher costs and supply chain issues. And I, I don't think that's gone away, uh, but they reported earnings. Uh, they're the company... Uh, that inc includes Healthy Choice, Hunts, Hebrew National. They earned 50 cents a share, uh, a penny above estimates, and revenue came in better than expected. But they said that they expect to deliver on its full-year targets despite inflationary pressures. So here we have a narrative where they're saying, hey, we understand the, infl the inflation impacts, but we expect to do better than that. And if that becomes the new trend, that could be huge for earnings. I know that earnings are expected to be uh, you know, coming out better than expected. A lot of uh, companies raise guidance. We might do a, a session on, on that because there are some interesting numbers, uh, but that could be a positive if that's the trend. Yeah. So let's just see what happened here this week. I mean, this week has definitely been a fun week also in terms of trading. So here we had, uh, what was this? This was Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday. So here are the last three bars. And uh, just a little bit all over the place, pretty much since last Thursday. I mean, it started where uh, we are right now just in a tight range. And uh, it's an up bar, it's a down bar, it's an up bar, it's a down bar. And it doesn't matter whether you're looking at the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ. Uh, so, so right now, markets are definitely super nervous. I mean, September has a bad reputation for being a down month. And September did not disappoint. I mean, markets were down in September, but October... October has a reputation for being a very volatile month. And thus far, October is not disappointing. And why is October traditionally a volatile month? Well, first of all, uh, we have earnings coming in again, obviously. Uh, then number two, I mean, Mark, what we just mentioned earlier, uh, the debt ceiling, this is going on pretty much every single year in October, right? 
that and i mean historically you have the you know 29 crash the you know october 87 ish so there's there, there's a lot going on but typically it's a month that finishes higher so we'll see if that's the case however even if it finishes higher it will be very volatile let's take a look at the vix here i mean the vix has also been higher the normal, um, we talked about it the other day, uh, the VIX used to be, uh, this is the volatility index, the, the fear gauge here, uh, it used to be in a range of uh, anywhere between, I want to say 12 and 18, right, Mark? Yeah. And uh, it, it seems that recently we are more between 20 and 24. So definitely heightened volatility, which we have seen in September and also going into October here. But we like volatility, don't we, Mark? It's good for traders. <laughs> it's good for traders. <laughs> it's good for trading. It's good for our position. It's good for trading the wheel strategy. And uh, the positions that we put on this week are doing really well. So we have AMAT, uh, which this morning in pre-market trading is up 1.87%. Uh, we did trade ARKK, uh, which in pre-market trading this morning is up 1.5%. And also Blackstone, which in pre-market trading is up 1.4%. And even the positions that we had in the portfolio here for a while are doing pretty well here this morning, up 1.3% in JWN, uh, LVS 1.3%. And then, of course, we have our friend Wright a little bit all over the place, but also up 2% here mm -hmm. this morning. So we'll see. Uh, it, it will be a fun day to trade and uh, can wait here to trade live with our mastermind who are with us in the room here, patiently watching us as we are in our makeshift studio. <laughs> Anyhow. You all have a great rest of your day and uh, we'll see you in tomorrow's market update. Happy trading, everybody.